Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news and proclaiming Christ for you in word and song. And of course, the song, the music programs like the Midday Moments program here. And of course, the words are the lyrics too. So you hear the word and the word is also our talk programs as well here on KFUO. And remember, those are available as podcasts. And that includes the uh, segments you hear during the Midday Moments program, the segments like this one we're getting ready to go into right now. It's time now for our moment in scripture with with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Matt, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Gary. Thanks for having me on. So this week we read Second uh, Samuel 11 through 21. Uh, I think the main part of this is David and Bathsheba. That goes into chapter 11. Uh, and then we uh, hear about uh, Nathan rebuking David. We also read about Absalom's return to Jerusalem. And there's a conspiracy also in the readings that we uh, had this week. And uh, there's always wars, it seems like, or fighting. Uh, the soldiers go off. We read that at the very beginning of our readings this week and uh, so on. Uh, Sheba rebels against David, I think, as, uh, as we conclude the reading for uh, this week. I think that just about sums up the uh, overview of what we read. What would you like to highlight today, Matt? Yeah, I think that's interesting. It's striking that you said you know, wars. There's always wars, it seems like, uh, that comes up. And you're right. There's always wars. There's always sin. There's always bad stuff happening. And it sounds a whole lot like today. Yeah, <laughs> Anywhere you look. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the evening news. There's different wars, uprisings, rumors of wars, not just domestically here in the U.S., of course, but around the world. And some things don't change. And that's what's recorded here in Scripture. You mentioned David and Bathsheba. I thought maybe we could look at that a little bit of that account. Uh, and as we look at that account, for our listeners to be thinking through the Ten Commandments in their mind. You know, think through those Ten Commandments and what commandments are, is David breaking in this account with Bathsheba. Uh, David is, is arguably the best king in Israel's history, uh, a man after God's own heart, even described as, uh, David is described as. But here is one place where David, boy, he really messes up <laughs> big time. Right. So you have King David there in the beginning of chapter 11. And I'll, I'll kind of try to briefly go over this. At the time when the kings are going off to war, guess what? David stays home. He doesn't go off to war. He's not fulfilling his vocation, it doesn't look like. And as he is out uh, walking around the king's house, he sees a woman taking a bath on her roof. And she's not trying to flaunt herself. The, the roof was maybe the most private place in the house, uh, really, for her to take a bath. The king's palace is there, you know, at the top of the hill. Uh, but if you can't trust the king, the Lord's anointed, who can you trust? Unfortunately, David betrays that trust. And he gazes upon her, looks lustfully at her, and then he actually takes her. He uh, has sex with her, this woman who's married to a man named Uriah the Hittite. Uriah is one of the main guys in David's army. Uh, he's a Hittite, so he's not an Israelite. Uh, he's a foreigner, but yet um, his name means my light. The Lord is my light. Uh, so he's a foreigner, but he's adopted this, this name that uses Yahweh's name. The Lord is my light. So it seems as though he's a follower of the Lord, uh, this guy named Uriah. So then David tries to cover up his sin. He sends Bathsheba away. She finds out she's pregnant from David. So David goes into kind of damage control at that point. So he invites Uriah back from the fighting, encourages him to go home and be with his wife for a while and try to 
make it look like this child is Uriah's child, uh, it doesn't work. Uh, Uriah doesn't go home. He tries again. Uriah doesn't go home. Even though he has every right to go home and be with his wife, he doesn't. He says, how can I do that when the rest of the army is not at home and out fighting? Uh, so you see again and again here that Uriah is, is a guy with better character than David in this case, this foreigner, this Hittite named Uriah. Finally, David goes to desperate measures. He sends Uriah back to the fighting and with him, his own death warrant. A letter to Joab, the, the general of the army saying, put Uriah up where the fighting's the worst and then pull back so that Uriah dies. Uh, so basically, David has Uriah murdered. And then uh, after all this is said and done, after uh, Uriah dies, Bathsheba's a widow. David takes her in and makes her his wife. And David's looking pretty good, everyone, right? Uh, he's taking in a war widow. What a great guy is that? Looks like he's off scot-free, but the Lord knows what he's done. In fact, that's how chapter 11 ends. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. Yeah. And then we kind of go through the commandments, Gary, you know, and, and just name them off. Um, the sixth commandment, not committing adultery. Well, David broke that one. Uh, the 10th commandment, not coveting, especially your neighbor's wife. Well, David broke that one. Um, let's see. Uh, nope, number eight about bearing false testimony. David does that. Uh, he lies about his intentions, certainly, throughout this one. Uh, number five, you shall not murder. The fifth commandment, he murders as well. Number seven, you shall not steal. He steals another man's wife. He doesn't just covet Bathsheba. He actually takes her away. So, you know, he's broken over half the Ten Commandments in this one <laughs> episode. So David has sinned big time uh, with this account with David and Bathsheba. And then I think what's important then is to look at what takes place next in chapter 12. This is the most famous parable in the Old Testament. We really don't think about parables in the Old Testament. It's more of a New Testament thing. But the prophet Nathan tells a parable here. And I'm going to just go ahead and, and read it uh, as he confronts David. Uh, Nathan comes to him and says, there were two men in a certain city, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except one little ewe lamb, which he had bought. And he brought it up and it grew up with him and with his children. He used to let it eat of his food and drink from his cup and lie in his arms. And it was like a daughter to him. And they came a traveler to the rich man, and he was unwilling to take one from his own herd or flock and prepared for the guests who had come to him, but took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come. And then we're told David's anger was greatly kindled against this man. He said to Nathan, as the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. He shall restore the lamb fourfold because he has done this thing and because he has no pity. And then Nathan says, well, this is really convicting in verse seven. He <laughs> says to David, you are the man. Yeah, David's the man. And so the parable, of course, is sort of a picture of what David did, that he has everything as king. He is the rich man. He's got it all. And yet Uriah, who just has his one wife uh, named Bathsheba, who is precious to him, David steals her away and makes her his own. All of David's wealth and, and all that he had wasn't enough for him. He needed to take this too. So David is convicted here big time uh, by this parable. And then verse 13, of, of David says to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. So finally confession. He should have confessed this <laughs> much earlier, but finally confession. And then Nathan says to David right away, the Lord has put away your sin. You shall not die. So confession and absolution there. David confesses, Nathan pronounces absolution and forgiveness. 
Now it goes um, on to say, though, but because yeah. of this utter contempt for the Lord, the son born to you will die. Yeah, boy, that that's a rough passage in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, really tough. And here's the deal. David's forgiven. You bet. Yeah, he's totally, completely forgiven of all those terrible sins and the breaking of the Ten Commandments, but yet that sin still has consequences. And in David's specific case, yeah, his that child's going to die. And, and that's but, exactly what happens. Yeah. Okay, I, I know I'm always doing this, but can we look forward to Christ, too, in the line of David? The son born to you will die because of sins. <laughs> you know, can we can we take it that far? That huh. line there. In well, yeah, I think that's a good. Yeah, I, I appreciate. It. I just connected to Jesus, Gary. That's awesome. The yeah. yeah, you know, when you think about it, there's some truth there too. That uh, God, the Father's Son, Jesus Christ, dies, and you know, not because of His own sin or anything He had done, but mm-hmm. because of our sin. And yeah. so, yeah, but perhaps there is a parallel here. Perhaps this child is sort of a type. We sometimes use that word, a type of Jesus, a, a foreshadowing of Jesus in a way. I kind of like that connection that because of David's sin, there's, there's death. Uh, because mm-hmm. of our sin, Jesus yes. goes to the cross for us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think maybe you can make a connection there, too. And the lineage, a son, or it says the son born to you, which in this case, in, the, in this we're reading that it is the son of David that dies. But I see when I read scripture, it's really looking past that into the New Testament. Definitely. That's what we should all do. That, that's fantastic. I mean, this is about a thousand years before Jesus arrives. Mm-hmm. But David and Bathsheba are the very ones that God works with to bring the Savior, his son, into the world. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that amazing? So when you see Jesus' genealogy in the first chapter of Matthew, Bathsheba's there. Actually, I don't think she's even named by name. She's just called the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Whoa, (laughs) that's that's all she's called in the genealogy. But God still works through a sinful family to bring his son in the world, and he doesn't abandon them. And that's a beautiful promise for us, too. And I think it's a promise for us, too. When we confess our sins in worship, we receive absolution, too. You know, if David, you know, who did all these sins and, again, broke almost every one of the Ten Commandments, if there's forgiveness for David, there's forgiveness for us, too. Through David's greater son to come, right, generations Mm -hmm. down the line, uh, Jesus Christ. I think the main point is ultimately the forgiveness. We realize that even though we're totally forgiven, sometimes our sins, and they have consequences too. They affect those around us. We don't forget about that either. Right. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, Heavenly Father, the words that, that Nathan speaks to David, I'm sure gave him refreshment. Um, the Lord has put away your sin, taken away your sin. Uh, let those words of absolution that we hear in worship Uh, give us that refreshment too, that we are forgiven in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That because of David's greater son, Jesus Christ, we have forgiveness no matter what the sin is, and no matter how frequent we sin, that through repentance and faith in Christ, uh, we have that promise from you. And we pray this in the name of, of David's Savior and our Savior too. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much. What's our chapters for next week? Glad you asked, Gary. So yeah, next week, let's focus on 2 Samuel 23 into 1 Kings chapter 8. 2 Samuel 20, is it 22 or 23? Uh, 22. 22. Thanks, Gary. 22 through 1 Kings chapter 8. And again, we invite our listeners to read along. And if you choose to do that, you'll get through God's word, the whole Bible in about two years. Thanks so much for being on the program today. Yeah. Thank you, Gary. Take care. Listener supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.